Hey, welcome. It's the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm. On this Wednesday, the 13th of September, 2023. Wait one second. I was just in the middle of like drinking my coffee. I'm like, oh my God. Or as I call it, hustle juice. Um, <laughs> it's my hustle juice. So I don't know like where I'm supposed to start because I have some NFL stuff to talk about too. So maybe I'll start with the hockey stuff first. We'll do hockey, football, other stuff, back to hockey, other stuff and end it. I think that's how I'm gonna run today's show. Okay, so here we go. So today at 1230 starts the rookies camp for the Rangers. Um, I'm very excited um, to see how Brett Bernard, Brendan Othman, Adam Sakura, Bobby Trevino, Ty Emerson, and Matthew Robinson work out at this rookie camp. Now, <clears throat> unfortunately for us Ranger fans, um, the organization doesn't give a shit about us because they don't show this on TV. Like, have you ever noticed like the difference between football and hockey is that football, they'll have a show each week showing you how training camp went for the guys, what they did, they'll have interviews, they'll do like, you know, breakdowns here. We don't get that shit at all. Okay, we don't get anything about the rookies camp. God forbid they put the two games against the um, against the Flyers on MSG or God forbid they actually show you preseason games like once in a while i think we get some of them but not all anyway so here's how rookie camp's going it begins today at 12 30 with practice at their training center then they have practice tomorrow at 10 30 at the training center then friday they have a rookies game against the flyers at 7 p.m then saturday they have another rookie game against the Flyers at 5 p.m. Sunday and Monday is no practice. And then Tuesday, they have practice at 12 15 at the, at the training center. So then we would assume that the New York Rangers, the team itself, will invite most of these rookies to their training camp, which I can't even say is a camp, but like a week. Their training week. It's like That's like the problem I have already. Why, why do they only have like training like they only train for like a week or two and then they play these stupid preseason games that like the preseason games are like worthless to me now i know it it gets their legs they get their legs back okay fine i get it but same with with the nfl with their preseason games you see what happens the first three weeks of the season with the nfl the first three weeks are preseason games for some players because they didn't play in the preseason because the, they didn't want them to play in the preseason so they didn't get hurt. Chances are we're not going to see all our guys on the Rangers play in the preseason games because we don't want them to get hurt. Okay. Now, <clears throat> now, Rangers, let's look. I will tell you their schedule. So their schedule is very weird to me. Um, okay, so they have their first preseason game September 24th, Sunday, 
at the Bruins. Then they have, then they play the 26th at home against the Islanders, and then the 28th at home against the Devils. Then the 29th, they're playing the Islanders again on the island. Then they go October 4th preseason game against the Devils. Then their last preseason game is October 5th against the Bruins at MSG. Then they're off until October 12th when they're playing the, the season opener against the Buffalo Sabres in Buffalo. And they're mostly on the road. So the Rangers' home opener is the 14th. No, no, excuse me, the 16th. The 14th, they play the Blue Jackets. So they're on the road for the first two games. Then they come home, they have their home opener on the 16th. And then they play the 19th against the Predators. Then it's bye-bye team because it's bye-bye-bye. <laughs> My instinct reference, it's bye-bye-bye. Because then they play the Kraken, the Flames, the, Oilander, Oil, the Oilers, the Canucks, and the Jets all on the road. That's their first long road trip. They're playing one, two, three, four, five games on the road. So they're literally away from October 21st to October 30th. Then they get a treat. They're home resting on Halloween. There's their treat. It's not a trick. Then November. They're home November 2nd. They're away November 4th. Then they're home one, two, three games in a row. Then they're they're pretty much still home because on, on the 18th they play on the Devils. I mean they're still pretty home. Then they're away two games in three games in a row. They play the Stars, the Penguins, and the Flyers. Then they're home the 25th, the 27th, the, and the 29th. All right. So by November 30th, we will have a better understanding of how this team is. If they're meshing, if they have chemistry, if the lines that they're on are helping them showcase their strengths, not their weaknesses, we will know if they have the championship mindset by the end of November. And I will give them until the end of November to get their shit together. Because it's going to be, they first have to get their legs back. They first have to get into a rhythm. Then... Then, after that, they have to mesh with their line mates. And they have to learn the new system and the new schemes. So it's very, it's going to be a rough two first months for them. So I would hope and pray that the fan base would be a little bit more patient understanding, but it's New York Ranger fan base, and they mostly suck. The fan base stinks. And I'm going to tell you why the fan base stinks. Not all of them. You have some decent fans that are fans of this fan base, of, the, of this team, but you have the fans that don't understand shit that I just explained to you. That are going to go, oh, well, look, Laffy's on the first line. He stinks right now. He's a bust. Look, I told you he was a bust. Oh, what is Kako doing? Why did they put him there? He shouldn't really be there. Oh, my God, what happened to Panarin? Why isn't he not scoring? Oh, look, Kreider hasn't gotten a goal yet, and he's played, he's played five games. Oh, I'll give him five. Um, he hasn't gotten a goal yet. Oh, look at Mika. He's he, Oh, Mika had a baby. So Mika is not himself right now. So look at Mika. Why did they decide to have a baby now and have a baby right before the season started? Because, oh, my God, look at Mika. Oh, Igor looks better. Igor is okay. But we can't just keep 
thinking that Igor's going to save us. Look at how slow Jacob is skating. Why is Jacob Chuba with that partner? Why should he be? He should be with this partner. We shouldn't put him over here. Why is he playing? Is he hurt? What is going on? That's basically the fan base in a nutshell. All they do is complain. They don't have patience. They don't understand what the championship mindset is because they themselves don't have the championship mindset in their own life, which I will talk about later. They think that where you're drafted is the most important thing, but I'm going to start now flipping it and talking about football for a second. If you watch the Jets Monday night football game, Gibson was the undrafted wide receiver undrafted wide receiver who made the team and won the game for them with the punt walk-off touchdown. Also, let's remember Tom Brady was where he was drafted. He wasn't drafted in the top 10 or the top 20. I'll even tell you in the top 50. It makes no difference where a player is drafted no matter what sport they play. Sometimes you get players who are undrafted, who show you incredible talent and skill and ability. So can we stop with, well, he was drafted first. Okay, Laffey's going to be fine. Alexei Lafreniere has talent and skill, and now he's going to have coaches that are going to help him develop. And you all have to remember that every athlete develops on their timeline, not yours. And that's the problem with this fan base. They all think he should be, de- oh, it's year three, it's year four. He should be developed. No, maybe not. And don't forget, he's never really had top six minutes. You can't develop a first round pick and the first pick of the draft on the bottom six. You develop them on the top six, period. We will see what happens. And I have no problem if Chris Kreider is moved to the third line. I would love the third line to be Kreider, Trocek, Barclay. Third line. Like our, like our, like our stopping line. Like the grit line. That's what I would call it. I would call it the gritty, grindy line. That third line. Which then would leave the fourth line wide open. And you would put Bessie on that line. He would definitely be on that line. You would have Will Cooley on that line because we don't have to worry about Tyler Mott, which, oh my God, I'll talk about him in one second. Um, Will Cooley on that line with Jimmy Bessie. And then we did draft, to draft, we did sign Nash, who was a center. So then he should be on that fourth line center. Or better yet, I want Johnny Berdinsky to be the center on that line. So Jimmy, Johnny, Will. As the fourth line, I think that line would be magnificent. I think Johnny Berdinsky deserves a shot on making this this roster. And if you watched any hockey during the summer and saw him, he got on a, he got, did he get like two hat tricks in the league that he was playing in? I believe he got two. He can score goals. He's gritty and he's grindy and he deserves a fucking shot. All right. Top six. You would definitely have the first. Um, you would have Alexi Lafreniere, Mika, and Kako on the first line. 
you would have Panarin on the second line with Philip Heedle and Blake Wheeler. Obviously, we got to put Blake somewhere. Uh, he has to be a top six. Because um, you can't put, I, I don't think, I think I like Barclay on, on, on that third line. Um, defense has to get switched around. First of all, you never switch Foxy and Lindy. They need to be partners for life. Then you have, I think you have, need to put Keandre Miller with Braden Schneider, and you need to have either Zach Jones or maybe Robertson gets a chance, I don't know, with Chuba. Now, here's the thing. Chuba's slow. That's his weakness. His weakness is he's slow. He is slow. Jacob, I love you, but you are fucking slow. Nothing wrong with it. I'm slow. All right. <laughs> nothing wrong. I'm, I'm a slow pro. I'm slow. I don't run fast. I don't skate fast. I'll do nothing fast, okay? Um, it's okay. Speed is not your forte. Your forte is hitting and blocking. And let me just tell you, his shot is damn good, too. Um, but... You need to put somebody who's fast with him. You can't put somebody who's slow. Miller's slow too. He's not. He's faster than than Truba, but he's still slow. And when one makes an error out there and a mistake out there, you need someone else to that can hurry up and fix it. And you need someone fast. You need someone fast because I've seen on how many times Keandre Miller makes like like a defensive mistake. And the other team gets the puck. Jacob Chuba cannot cannot fix that. It cannot be fixed. He's too slow. He can't come up. He can't skate up ice faster than anybody else. So you need somebody. You need somebody fast. Okay. And then of course we have Eager. All right. Um, so that's the, those are the lines that I would throw out there. Whether those are going to be the lines, we don't know. We don't know yet. We'll wait and see. But yes, I'm still a puck bunny, according to somebody who had a message that shit to me. And I blocked his little fucking little ass on uh, Instagram the other day. I'm like, yes, thank you. So if you saw my tweet or my post, whatever we're going to call them, on Twitter X, I posted a little, I posted a plate of um, carrots. Yes, I better go eat my carrots because I'm a puck bunny. All right. But I just explained to you, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Okay. Anyhow. So, okay, football quickly. Here's what it's like. <laughs> Here's, here, I, wait, I have to find it. I sent it to my brother. So I'm a Jets fan, for those that don't know, right? I'm a Jets fan. Here, this explains what it's like being a Jets fan. Hold on. It's, um, it's SpongeBob. Hold on. This is the happiest day of my life! <laughs> it was on TikTok. I was like, oh my God, that is so true. This is the happiest day of my life. <laughs> First series. <laughs> oh my God. And then, then we were all numb as hell. So okay, here's my take on Zach. If you listen to this podcast long enough, you know how I feel about Zach Wilson. You know that I do not think that he is an NFL quarterback, an NFL starter in this league. 
I feel this way. I will stick with this. I'm not going to change how I feel. I, I still feel to this day that they should have just built around Sam and tried it with Sam and saw how it worked. And if it didn't work, then you had a plan B. But they picked Wilson. For whatever reason, I don't know. But if they fell in love with him at his scripted pro day, then they deserve the shit that they get. Because it's scripted. It's a scripted pro day. There's no defense that's played at pro day. I can throw a football at pro day and look great too. Okay. Um, here's how the offense should go. This is how he survives as a quarterback. Okay. Slants and screens. No deep balls. Not that many deep balls. Unless the dude is wide freaking ass open and there's no defender on him. No deep balls. Ground and pound football. It is Mark Sanchez 2.0. Just like Mark Sanchez played when he was when he was here. And we got to an AFC championship games, back-to-back ones with him as the quarterback. Why? Because he had ground and pound football. We have Cook, we have Hall. We use those two guys, and we do slants and screens. Unfortunately, that means that Garrett Wilson is not going to be used as often as he probably would have been with Aaron Rodgers, but I don't trust Zach with that football yet. And hopefully Aaron Rodgers is having surgery like right now as I speak, and he will, by week four, or maybe even by week three, be on the sideline coaching Zach Wilson because that's what we need. We need him on that freaking sideline. We need him to coach Zach. He needs to wear the headpiece and he needs to call the plays because I don't trust Hackett with with um, Zach Wilson either. That's the problem. And hopefully they're getting a veteran quarterback. That's the problem with the Jets. I will tell you what the problem is with the Giants. Their offensive line is horrendous. You all cannot blame Daniel Jones for that loss against the Cowboys. A quarterback needs six seconds to complete a play. Six seconds, not 2.5, not three, and that's as much time as he was given. That's why he got sacked seven times. The offensive line is one of the most important lines in football because you need to protect your quarterback. If you guys are going to go anywhere, you need to protect Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones can get you there. Also, he's got to, they also have to use Barkley a lot more. Barkley has, you have to use him more in your, in your plays. But if that's not going to happen, you are not going to go anywhere either. Okay. Now, switching back to gears. Okay. So, championship mindset, I mentioned a lot. Because it's something that I know. It's something that I have. It's something that I've grasped. It's something I understand. I understand it not only as a person, but I understand it as a coach because I've coached winning teams in basketball and cheer. Okay? I've coached winning teams. So I'm still in the process of writing this book. It's going to be a workbook because it's something that you have to work with. It's not something that you can just read. I like those books, those self-help books that like, you know, here, read this book and you're going to learn like, you know, no, 
it's it's gonna be a workbook but anyway here is what i'm gonna read i'm gonna read this you can have the championship life even if you are not an athlete okay the key to winning at anything is learning how to project ourselves into the environment we desire and then manipulate the projection to get what we want. I'm talking about manifesting. And some may not understand this, but we control different outward projections, whether we realize it or not. Set your intentions first and foremost, then live in the frequency of your desire being done by following the nudges slash impulses that come to you. It's not hoping things will go your way. It's knowing things will go your way. And that's the difference. That's why the Jets can't have nice things because the fans hope things will go our way. We don't know things will go our way. Difference, what you put out into the world happens. How whatever you say, the universe hears you and it manifests. Have you ever heard he or she spoke that into existence. It's not our conscious mind that we set up on this path of doing it scared and doing it unprepared. It's our subconscious mind that projects and reflects what we put into the world. So if you are an insecure person, you're putting insecurity into the world. If you are afraid and you don't have courage to do something or ask that person out or be with that person or ask for that raise or go after that job that you want or do whatever it is you want that's what you're projecting that's why when people like you know i will say this i'll, I'll do sport related ones i spoke it into existence that the jets would draft garrett wilson because i knew by watching garrett wilson in college he was the best wide receiver in the draft and I wanted him on my team. So I spoke that into existence. I said, Garrett, well, before the draft happened, I said, Garrett Wilson is going to be one of our wide receivers. We are drafting Garrett Wilson. That's what I said. And boom, we did it. So it's just like that. It's just like saying that type of thing and just putting it out there into the world that it happens. But you have to you have to believe it when you say it too. It's not that you can just say something, I'm gonna win the lottery. And not believe it. If you don't believe it in your heart, it doesn't matter what you say. It's what you believe. And the universe knows what you believe. So that's why it happens for most and doesn't happen for some. Okay. Um where are we? On this okay having self-worth is the key to manifesting and it goes hand in hand with our mental state that we're a big dog and anything is possible it can and will be done remember i've talked in the past about the big dog little dog it's the big dog that says i can and i will it's the little dog that says i can't and i won't which dog are you are you the little dog or are you the big dog you are empowered to be the person you were born to be and to live and to confidently own your unique self and the desires you have are put there for a reason. They want you to. I've said it before, your desires desire you. If you desire to do something, you desire to be something, your desires want you to desire that. The universe wants you to want that. So if there's something that you truly want, it's there for a reason. 
Controlling your emotions is key to your competitive success. The main point is that you already have tremendous power. It's your choice whether or not to use it or to let it use you. When you're willing to be real with yourself, you'll see a pattern develop. I've mentioned little dog, big dog before, but you can also use the concept in your everyday life, even with dating, even with work, even with money, whatever it is. The key is to see that when your little dog shows up, ask yourself why your stomach is in knots and why you lack confidence. Why are you allowing your insecurities to rule over your life? Now you want to visualize yourself having what it is that you want and to attain it. Or in that big moment of competition, you want to visualize coming out on top. This is when your big dog will chase your little dog away. And that's where we leave off. So there's another example of what the championship mindset is and why I keep saying that the New York Rangers do not have that mindset. Because if you remember what I just said, we have knots in our stomach. We have knots in our stomach. We have, who said that over and over again? Chris Kreider, I have knots in my stomach. I have a pit in my stomach is what he's actually said. I have a, and then he, he has the little dog. He lets the little dog rule him. That's the little dog persona, not the big dog persona. His big dog has yet to chase away the little dog. Hence why I wanted to do coffee with the caps and with Jacob to give him a different perspective on this team and to give him a different and have him learn something. Because, you know, (laughs) you know, when you're learning, you're growing and evolving. Does Jacob Truba want to grow and evolve? Does Ryan Lindgren want to grow and evolve? Does Vincent Trocek want to grow and evolve? You learn something new from somebody else. And I can certainly learn a thing or two about, uh, from them. I mean, they're the ones playing the game. They can teach me a lot of different things about the game and about life from their perspective. That's the best thing about speaking to other people and being open to learning things from other people that you don't think that you need. You know, the whole thing is, you know, expanding beyond what others tell you. What others tell you is possible. You are unlimited. Anything is possible. If you believe that anything is possible, you can win. Same with the Jets. Because they need to expand beyond what others are telling them now that they're not going to win, that they already have written their obituary, their season is done. Because they're unlimited. Anything is possible. Anything is impossible. Anything is possible. So I think Jacob Truba is growing. I don't know, but I've I've seen his art. I've seen his artwork that he created. Um, he definitely did art therapy. He definitely had some trauma this past season. I don't know whether with a team or personal, but I can definitely see from an artist's perspective, he definitely did art therapy. So I hope what you did out there, Jacob, helped heal whatever healing you needed because obviously you needed some healing.
with that artwork. The artwork was fantastic, by the way. That was phenomenal. And I hopefully I get you into get into galleries because I would love your art. Your artwork deserves to be in an art gallery. It's really that fucking good. It really is, Jacob. I'm very impressed with that artwork. But um, for people that don't know, like I studied art history and I originally was going to do art therapy with children when I was deciding to switch my major. So I switched my major. My major was going to be journalism first and foremost, because you know, I was going to be like you know a hockey writer for that's what I wanted to do, um, cover hockey games and football games and be a writer, um, a journalist, a sports journalist. And then I switched gears and I went to education with a minor in writing and grammar, a writing and minor in communications, um, like double minor, double minor. Um, but I studied art because I love art. And I will actually post pictures of my artwork because I took art classes. Um, I studied how to do nature, draw nature. So like flowers were my big thing. Like I, I love drawing flowers. Like they're just, it's just fun drawing flowers and flowers are so fun to look at. And they're, they, they, they're like little smiles to me, our flowers, especially when you can draw them. So I had like two different really good pictures. of flowers. I'm gonna have to go find those pictures. Um, my mom has them hanging up in the house somewhere. I'm gonna have to go find them and take pictures of them. Um, but I saw pain in Jacob Trooper's work. I saw pain, I saw trauma. I saw healing in that artwork of his. Um, so hopefully he is now growing beyond his comfort zone. And he's open to new experiences, experiences, he's open to new opportunities, and he's open to new possibilities. Because that's what life is about. It's not about staying in your comfort zone. See, that's why most people don't win at life. Because they, they're too afraid to come out of their comfort zone. I'm here today to tell you, do it. Come out of your comfort zone. This past year, I've come out of my comfort zone and I'm doing things scared, I'm doing things unprepared. You are never gonna be prepared for things in life. You're never gonna have all your ducks in a row and be able to do things. And things will never go the way that you plan it. Remember that, it never goes the way you plan it. Don't plan things 100% out. For example, like, you know, I am now a cheer judge. I have moved on from coaching. I have retired from coaching, but I'm still coaching because I'm coaching coaches. I'm coaching coaches, which is what some of my um, Instagram content will be. So if you want to see me coach coaches, you follow me on Instagram. It's bring it on underscore 23. Um, and I'll put it on Twitter too. I'll put it on there. And I'm also have my YouTube channel where I have behind the scenes footage of everything that I do. Um, this Friday, for example, behind the scene footage of me putting together um, a fashion video for a boutique um it's her fall it's her fall boutique special she's got her the fashion show which i am producing and videoing and doing all the content for in october so this is like a preview like a sneak peek type thing um which is cool in itself but so on my behind the scene footage all my coaching stuff will be on there and i'll have um i'll have some other stuff I'll have some entertaining, entertaining stuff. I will entertain you as that's part of my creativity. But 
creativity is very good and it's very good to find a creative outlet and i'm very happy that jacob chupa has this outlet we're happy i'm happy that chris Kreider has his outlet which is piano and guitar and you know what mika's outlet is and that's with music that's with being a dj and musicking and putting and putting music together all creative people I don't know how to word this. When you're very creative, you have a better shot at looking at life through a different perspective. So I hope, Jacob, I hope you're still open to doing coffee with me. Because I would really love to sit down with you. I really would. I really think we could bring out the best in each other. And you're the captain. I think, see, you're the captain. You have to bring the best out of your teammates. And I mean, if Ryan Lindgren's still up for it too, I would love to still have it with him too. But you know, I I would love to just sit with Jacob Trooper right now. I would love to sit with Jacob Trooper because he's a captain and he really needs to. I think if he portrays himself as the leader, and he is the leader, but he portrays himself in such a way, he can bring out the best in his teammates without having to worry about throwing a helmet. Or sparking the team by a head. There's ways of doing that without having to do that kind of stuff. Um, so okay, so to end my show, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you three things. One, I'm doing a contest starting September 20th. So look for that. It's really cool. It's a really cool contest, and the prize. Wait till you hear what the prize is. It's really cool. Okay, that's September. That's coming. Um, let me look for my, I just have this here. Wait a minute. Um, okay. Um, what was I saying now? Oh, yes. Okay. I'm having guests on the show. So I'm, I'm getting, I met this former ranger who I never watched play, but he played for the team. He was really excited about being on this podcast. He was very excited. He's like, oh my God, that sounds like so much fun. So hopefully by the end of the month, I have that lined up. Um, I will, I should, no, I'm going to, I'm going to manifest it. I will have that lined up. See, that's the difference between saying, I hope to have that lined up. No, no, no. God damn it. I will have that lined up. So I will have it lined up for the, for the former ranger to be on this podcast. I will have that lined up and I have some other guests coming on this podcast. And I will be asking some other people as well to be on my podcast. I may be changing my platform a little bit and how I record this. So that I'm looking into in the next week. Okay. Now I'm going to end it with some dating stuff. This is why we don't go on dating apps. Okay. All right. And then my response. This is, but, but I get this no matter where we get anyway. Also, I'm in, I'm in a lot of chat groups with women who talk about dating. This is some of their experiences too. Here is one of my favorites. Um, this is why. So a guy sends this girl a dick pic. And she goes, he goes, did you like what you saw? First of all, yeah, the English, can we speak? Can we speak grammar? Like, can we speak English? First of all, and write grammar. Anyway, he goes, she goes, your penis picture? And he goes, yes. And he has like the monkey emoji with the eyes, with covering the eyes. And she goes, can I talk to it? And he goes, what do you mean? And he goes, she goes, exactly what I said. 
And he he goes, yes, talk dirty to it. With like, you know, another emoji that like, you know, is, is like anguish. I don't know why he would have that one, but okay. And so she did. She went. So there's a picture of that Disney movie with the fish. I can't think of the title, but there's the, the oh my God, Nemo. That's it. Nemo, the blue fish. And it goes, hey, little guy. <laughs> oh, now that's a savage. She's a savage because that's what I would have said. Okay. Um, here's another guy on a dating app sending this message to a girl. Ha- telling her, you have a nice, you have a nice ass, but have a nice ass with the peach emoji. Nothing from her. Then so four days later, she co- he goes, what's, what, what's up, girl? Nothing from her. Three days later, did you go to certain high school? Whatever. Did you go to this high school? Nothing from her. Then he then he comes back like three weeks later. Shy. Three weeks later. Shy? Question mark. Then he comes back three days later, and he asks her a question, which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you what the question was because oh my god. Um, and then he comes back four days later with his phone number. So this is like a DM on like Instagram. DM. He DMs her his phone number and he DMs like big dick with the eggplant emoji. And you wonder why women are single. Um, hold on, I gotta find. No, that's not it. Um, I'll, I'll tell you mine, but not yet. Um, that was on Instagram. Um, Here's this woman. So she met this guy on Tinder. And this guy happens to cut and paste whatever he says to one woman to another. Because two girls, or three of them, were like, oh my god, he said the same thing to me. Okay. Well, now, I wish I had a little wifey type. But I could enjoy coming home to shower together, pamper, and satisfy after relaxing and enjoying the pool together. God help us. She says, oh, that is a dream. You can tell that she's being sarcastic. <laughs> That's the dream. Um, would you enjoy a lot of pampering like that? How often? And she goes, pampering is great whenever because I only get to pamper if I do it myself. I think pampering is good, he goes, to give it all in all facets. Now, here we go. Here is where the conversation turns. Because he's already said shower together in the first sentence reaching out to her. Um, I think pampering is good to give it in all facets around the house, helping out around the house, helping out around the house. That to him is pampering. That is surprising. Mm-hmm, okay. Um, random kisses and hugs, spoiling with love, surprises, gifts, back, back rubs, and of course, a lot of sexual spoiling. See, I told you it was going that way. And she, she then stops talking to him after he said that. So then three hours later, he goes to her, no thoughts. And she goes, um, why? If you don't meet my preference, are you going to change that for me? He goes, not ready. I'm bigger. Not everyone likes bigger. <laughs> and she goes, ah, guess it depends on when we get to that stage. I'll let you know how my date goes tomorrow if we carry on a conversation. So they're having a date. This is the day before the date, which I don't I don't understand how this girl could even go out on a date with this guy after this kind of conversation, but okay. 
And he goes, ready? It's 8.75 inches. And he goes, didn't, she goes, did not ask. He goes, well, too late. Plus, I noticed your attitude tonight is very different than before. And she goes, my attitude said I wanted to know your penis size. This is why we don't go on dating apps. This is why you should not be using a dating app if you're a woman. Because we have men on here who act like fucking pigs. Okay. So, but unfortunately for us women, we get it everywhere. So a guy IG'd me. I don't know what I was talking about. I don't know what video he was referring to. I have no idea what he was, but he was in my IG. He was in my DMs. And he goes, what's your address? I'm spending the night. <laughs> like, okay. First of all, I, I just said hi to you. <laughs> I did not. You're not, okay. <laughs> You're not coming over. I, I, so <laughs> I emailed him the address, this address, right? And he goes, <laughs> This is how savage I am, okay? So he goes, that's the animal shelter. Because he looked it up. He Googled, like he Googled where the address was. He goes, but that's the animal shelter. And I said, yeah, they take in strays, not me. Good night. Never heard from him again. That's how you get rid of those types of guys that are like, you know, they're being like, you know, they think they're being smart, I guess, um, by by messaging, what's your address? I'm spending the night. No, honey, yeah, you're not. Um, okay. Anyway, so I'll end it with that. Yes, I am a savage. If you did not know, you know now. Um, so when things get real, now you know why things get real. Anywho. So that wraps up another wonderful edition of this wonderful winning podcast. I will see you all next week. Enjoy your football games this weekend. Um, enjoy um, every day. Enjoy. There's always something to look forward to every single day. Be safe. Be smart. Don't do anything stupid. That's always been my motto. Don't do anything stupid. Like, seriously. Like, don't do things that are stupid. Um, I think I tell that to like, I don't know how many people, but I used to, when I coached, tell all my girls, be smart and be safe. Do be smart before you do something. Like literally, if it's stupid to do, don't do it. That's basically like telling them, like when they see TikTok trends, don't be stupid. Don't do it. Be smart and be safe. And I will s and have fun and smile. <laughs> smile, smile, smiling's good. Have fun. Enjoy every moment. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye.